Welcome to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's adults striving for the best in senior living. I'm Bill Corbett, manager of Evergreen Crossings Independent Senior Living and author of the book, The 2.0 Entrepreneur. Every episode, I sit down with industry area subject matter experts to find out what they've learned along the way and to share it with Connecticut seniors and the listeners of our show. I'm talking with Jessalyn Pito. She's known as the Medicare Maven. She's the expert, the go-to person for everything Medicare. If you were listening to us in the last segment, we talk about what the heck is Part B, and we learned a ton of stuff. I am now dangerous. I'm knowledgeable on Medicare. But in this segment, what I want to talk about is the fear of what if a bill... What if a Medicare or a, a hospital bill is denied? And then the first thing you do is you get it in the mail and you open it up and go, oh, my gosh, do I have to pay this $3,500 or the $7,500 or, or, or whatever? So bills, first of all, quick, quick, quick question for you, uh, Jessalyn, and thank you for being here. Could a bill be denied? Absolutely. Could, that could happen. I can get that in the mail and it, and I can be frightened out of my wits. It could happen. Anything in life could happen. And I've seen it happen. But the first thing you want to do is take a breath and relax and call someone like myself. I love to go the extra mile for my clients. I don't just help them find a plan, but on their customer service department, on their billing department, on their claims department. And you're free? I am free. Oh, my gosh. So my clients... Let's give your phone number right now, just in case people are like, I've got a bill sitting in front of me, and I'm so scared it's going to take my... The, the the next five payments of my Social Security pay for this. So how can they get in touch with you if they have a question about a bill? My phone number is 203-206-0848. So the first thing you want to do is not take things for face value. You want to be in the curious mode and start to dive in as to what this balance so could be So don't pay about. it. Don't pay it don't automatically. Pay it right, away. right. Don't pay it right away. Explore as to what some of the options are. So number one, one thing I see a lot is especially for those that are aging into Medicare and coming off of an employer work plan. When Once they go on to Medicare, I have seen quite a bit where Medicare claims get to not deny now that they're on Medicare. And when you go and call Medicare, surprisingly enough, you'll find out that it's a coordination of benefits issue. Meaning, for whatever reason, Medicare still has your employer plan on file listed as the primary insurance. Listed as active. Correct. It's listed as active. So when your provider goes to bill Medicare for your claim when you are on Medicare, Medicare is going to deny it because it shows your work plan is still active. When are you supposed to file for Medicare? While you're still employed and covered? Or do you have to wait for the coverage to end? You can from your employer plan. If you're still working, so there's a bunch of different circumstances. So if you're still working, and then you're coming off the plan, as soon as your plan is getting ready to end, you want to get a letter from your benefits department stating that your plan will be terminated and the date that it will be terminated by. And then a couple weeks later, I highly encourage everyone to call Medicare at one eight hundred Medicare and confirm what they have on file for you as far as what your current benefits are to avoid that headache. Is that letter supposed to automatically go to Medicare? 
when you get a copy from your employer? Are in you the supposed perfect to send world, it? the two systems are supposed to communicate with each other where the plan that they would see, the work plan would have terminated, but it doesn't always happen that way. So you want to take control over your own Should you take situation. that letter and send it to Medicare? You well? can, or just even call. Yes, they will want proof of that. So call Medicare, yeah. let them know or ask them, what do you have on file for me? And if they say, well, it shows that your work plan's still active, forward that letter over to them, usually by a fax or scan it over, and that should do the trick. Do you open up a Medicare account online or or no? It's just... No, when, once you enroll in social uh, Medicare through Social Security, you don't enroll in Medicare through Medicare. You actually enroll in Medicare by going to ssa.gov, which is the Social right, Security website, right. or by calling so your local office. So there's an option in there. To right. allow you to enroll. Right. But you can't enroll until your other plan ends. Um, you can enroll in Part A if you're not contributing to an HSA, and that's a whole other conversation. But so you could have some of part, you know, some of the original Medicare, whether it be A and or B, and still have a work plan as your secondary. Hmm. Yep. There's there's Medicare is not cookie cutter. There's a lot of different situations and they're unique situations. So you want to speak to someone like myself to identify what your personal situation is and see what the best way to go about it. All right, it is. so I took you off track. Let's get You're back fine. on. <laughs> <laughs> so the the denied bill shows up in the mail and mm-hmm. now it almost looks like you're thinking I'm responsible for this portion. Mhm. So you say don't jump right away and automatically pay it. What's the next thing you should do? I would call the provider's office, first of all, and see what information they did have on file for you because another common mistake I see, especially at the beginning oh, of the they year, have old insurance information. people have changed their plans and failed to give their provider's office their current oh. active plan. So you want to ask, who did you bill? You know, find out what and, you know, uh, where the claim went to. How was it coded? Because another mistake I see you're, with Medicare, you normally would receive one annual eye exam if you are on a Medicare Advantage plan. Um, and I can't be plan specific, but one of the benefits is an eye exam. And so often what will happen is the, cl- the member will go to the eye doctor and depending on how it was coded, as the patient's going to leave, the receptionist will say, well, you have a copay. Well, it should have been a zero vi- zero copay visit. But because they're coding it differently other than routine, it's showing up as a copay. So you also want to check with them, how are they coding it? And it needs to be coded correctly to correspond with the proper copay that they should have been charged. So they could have filed it and then it got kicked back to them because they made a mistake. Yeah, mistakes happen. And then they go, oh, well, we're going to, you know what? We're not going to be left sitting holding the bag on this bill. Mm -hmm. We're going to send it to the patient. Correct. Yeah, everyone has every right to question every mm-hmm. bill they receive. And if you're not happy with what it was, what was paid, if it was correct, you have every right to appeal it as well. And the way that you appeal a claim is by reaching out to your insurance company. If you're on a Medicare Advantage plan or if you're on original Medicare, you would call Medicare directly. So this is in itself is gives, gives me some comfort and listeners some comfort uh, that there's possibly a solution, very likely a solution that's going to keep you from having to pay this or deal with it. But before we go any further, uh, you have brought something that we're going to give away on the air. So let's take care of that now. Yes. And what did you get, what did you bring along? Well, I've discovered along the way people love to eat. 
So I no. have, yes. Yeah, so out. I brought <laughs> along a gift basket of tastefully simple goodies. And what is that? Tastefully Simple is a home-based business that makes easy-to-prepare delicious foods, whether it be open and eat or adding one and two ingredients to it to prepare it. So for someone who, you know, might be living alone or just has a family of a couple people, it's just a perfect way to not overcook and and enjoy a small indulgence. Okay. All right. So we're going to give that away. Uh, We are going to give that. I'm going to give out the number right now to the first caller at... 860-327-8899. That's 860-327-8899. The uh, first caller will get that gift basket, and it sounds really exciting. Thank you very much for bringing that along, and we'll give that out. Thank you for having me again. Again, we are talking with Jessalyn Pito, and she is the Medicare maven. She knows everything there is to know about Medicare, and she's helping us understand can bills get denied and why, and then what do we do about them. So her first tip was don't just jump right, don't get all afraid and and pay it. Um, So we talked about it could have been coded incorrectly. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is means it's just got to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, what are uh, the, we might have our old plan? Uh, your your provider might have an old plan mm-hmm. on file, mm-hmm. so they made a mistake as to where to send it to, and didn't send it to Medicare. They sent it to an old plan that you are on your spouse's plan, or yeah, either um, the provider employer. or Medicare could have incorrect information for you on file as well. So you always want to check with Medicare when you're aging into Medicare, what they actually have on file. And it's really all about taking personal responsibility, too. And and what I mean by that is if you are scheduled for a service of some sort, do your due diligence and find out if prior authorization is required. Because if you didn't take the proper steps to do that, you could have your bill denied because you you didn't didn't get get prior authorization. So how would you know if something requires prior authorization or not? You need to call member services and their phone number is located on the back of your insurance card. So this is Medicare you're talking about. So they have there's some things they have to give you prior. More of the managed care plans need prior authorization. Authorization on procedures? Yep, surgical procedures, MRIs, CAT scans. And not every carrier is like that, but you want to be certain whatever is being scheduled, you do not need prior authorization. And you also want to be certain that wherever you're going to have the service done, the provider or the facility is in network. So another Mm. story I have, I love to share stories. I had a client who scheduled an eye exam at a eye care facility here in the state, and the facility itself is in network with his plan. However, the provider that the secretary scheduled him with was not in network. So he received a bill for over $1,800. Yet, Because he picked the wrong doctor. Well, he didn't. Whoever scheduled oh, him oh, yeah. put him with an incorrect Yikes. position because the facility showed up as being in network. So now I get this bill and I helped him appeal it and they denied the first appeal. So we appealed it again. And by the second and third appeal, it was overturned and his bill was covered. So it's just a matter of staying diligent and knowing your rights and your wrongs and and what you're um what you have access to. You've got to be really careful about what you do. You have to make sure you're crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's right. because you could contribute to something that could make life more difficult for right. you. And one thing I noticed with the senior community, and this is why I absolutely love what I do and why I was drawn to it, is a lot of seniors today 
do not have someone in their life that can help them navigate that the system. That is so true. You know, they don't have family or they have children who live far away. And so that's why I love to partner with our seniors and be of service to them and go that extra mile and that's, be that voice for that's them. That's so important because a lot of times I will check with the senior and they run into a problem. And I said, have you talked to your son? Oh, I don't want to bother him. He's so busy with mm-hmm. his job and his children and everything. He, You know, he's an attorney and he's very, very busy. And I go, but then they're take, making their best guesses. So that's where you come into play. Exactly. So we have been meeting with Jocelyn Pito. She is the Medicare maven. We've been talking about Medicare. And I hope you'll come back because I, I just came up with five more questions that I can ask you about Medicare. And how can people get in touch with you if they want to enlist your free services? By phone, it would be 203 206 Email is Jessalyn Pito, that's P-I-T-O, at gmail.com. Or my website is jessalynpito.com, and I have a link right on my website to schedule a conversation with me. And one thing I can tell you is clients never stress when they call Jess. And my disclaimer is I am not affiliated with the U.S. government or federal Medicare program. You've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's family and adults to help them get the most out of life and to really enjoy the life they have now. Listen to us next week. We'll see you then. When I'm 16.